Please select your player. New player, Tim, has joined the game. Translation. It's Amelia time. Luke cannot speak more than 30 frames per second. Australia's greatest podcast said no person ever. Welcome, Welcome to, to another, another dungeon. dungeon. Hey, that was my line. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Dungeon Podcast, episode 14. Uh, joining me this week, we have Amelia. Woo! Hello. And joining us for the first time, we have Luke. Phew! I, <laughs> I just can't be Amelia. You don't have to do what I do. I just felt like yeah. necessary. How do you respond? You, hi. Oh, you can, you go, hi. Tell us a bit about hi. yourself. I, I, well, I don't know. I am. Do you like, do you like video games? Maybe. Well, I haven't. Do you like table tabletop? I do games? enjoy tabletop games. What? Look, I love board games. Let's just, I love let's tabletop just RPG. Board games no, are probably that's my enough. favorite. That's, no, come on. <gasps> that's that's enough. Of, that's enough about Luke. <laughs> Fine, whatever. <clears throat> so this week we're uh, going to talk about my Elder Scrolls Online review and why it was bad. Uh, Amelia is going to chat Sony. <laughs> Because now she has a PS4, she's a fangirl. Uh, and Luke's going to talk some tech that's probably going to go over my head. I'll, I'll try. I'm gonna, it's going to be a layman's, uh, layman's chat. A layman's, layman's tech? We layman's, like layman's tech. tech. That's good. Yeah. yeah put, put, put new thing in, it goes faster. There you go, good. that works. That'll work. Alright, so. Um, Outer Scrolls Online has now been out for over a year on PC and... A few months on console. Um, the new DLC, the Imperial something, has been announced and is coming out soon. Um, I probably won't be jumping into it. Um, I I got it on PC. I got it pretty late, but uh, I didn't manage to stick with it for very long. Um, not quite sure why I got it on console, but uh, I did. Um I stuck it out a lot longer this time. I didn't finish one area completely, but I'm at the last stage of it, and I just can't be bothered pushing on, to be honest. It's um, it's sort of got none of the wonder of, like, Skyrim or Oblivion. Um, there's sort of a lack of reward for exploration. Uh, you know, in those sorts of games, um, or Skyrim especially, there's say there's a one in five chance if you go into a cave you're going to get you know a unique sword or a pretty cool bit of armor because this is more mmo based it's not like that at all um there aren't sort of freestanding dungeons there's things called delves which i guess would be the replacement um you know there'll be a cave you go into and there's a unique special elite whatever you want to call it enemy in there and once you kill that enemy that's the delve done they'll have a bit of loot on them um but it won't be generally speaking it's not really anything good i haven't really found a good place to sort of farm or level up it's just sort of as you go um and it's sort of this ad hoc nature that kind of makes elder scrolls online just a very it doesn't do anything well it doesn't do 
the Elder Scrolls well and it doesn't do the MMO well. So you're not you're not flooded with an abundance of quests. Um, you sort of pick quests up as you go through an area. So um, it, it's expanded to all of Tamriel, um, split into three different factions. So that determines your starting area and what areas you can go into. Then once you finish the main story, you head into the other areas if you want to. Um, so sort of as you're moving through each section, you'll come across towns or, you know, an abandoned castle or something. And there'll be a couple of quests associated with that. And then you move on to the next area or the next town to do the same sort of thing. So mm. it's not it's not too bad or too overt with its fetch quests and you know, kill X amount of enemies quests, but it's just feels flat. Yeah. Um, have any of you guys had a chance to play it or even interested in it? I yeah. I was in on the ground floor back when it came out. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Didn't you do the cool. beta? I did the beta as well, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I remember. Wow. I did the, what do you think I about the beta? Um, I, I, I don't know. I've, I've started and left a lot of MMOs in my time. You know, yeah, I'm sort of the same. I've never finished one. Searching for that like proverbial <laughs> first like WoW hit again, but you know, I don't want to play WoW and I can't find that same feeling anywhere else. So you're, they all every every one of them tends to fall flat for me now. I don't. I just think I don't like the format anymore. Yeah, yeah I think once you've tasted other things, it's hard to go back to MMO because it's just so. Um, I don't know, there are so many things that aren't as exciting about it once you've sort of experienced a lot of other stuff. Mm. Um, mm. And, yeah, so what you've just said, Tim, basically confirms all of my fears about the Elder Scrolls. <laughs> like, I, was, I was so excited about it. I love Oblivion, like, sunk so many hours into that game, and I was a big fan of Skyrim as well, and um, I love that, you know, the, the exploration in it and rewarding that, like you mentioned. That, to me, is, like, the heart of Elder Scrolls games. And um, when I heard that they were going to do an MMO, I was like, well, how the hell are they going to, you know, make that a multiplayer experience at all, let alone an MMO? So, yeah, got to say, I'm not really that surprised, but I am disappointed, so... (laughs) Yeah, well, your progress is uh, stilted, I guess. Mm -hmm. So in Skyrim... You know, your enemies level with you, basically. There's a few areas where they'll be... You know, they'll have set enemies that are way higher than a starting level character. So, you know, you're not supposed to go there until later. But they're few and far between. Because Elder Scrolls Online is an MMO, your path is kind of set out for you. Mm. Yeah, you can stray from it, but you're going to have a pretty hard time. Um uh, playing on console, I, I was playing most of the time with a friend, and that helped a bit. But the problem with that is, it's like they've built an MMO without like group questing in mind. Mm. And I, I was trying to pick up the pattern, and I just couldn't do it. But it would seem we'd be in a group, we'd both be doing the same quest. Sometimes, if I did one part of that quest, it would count for him as well, and other times it wouldn't. So oh, that sounds really frustrating. <laughs> it's not like you can work together to get it done quicker all the time because half the time it seems individual and half it's group, and I just couldn't figure out why. Yeah, that sounds um, really sloppy. <laughs> well, why do we both need to go and speak to the person to close the quest? You know, why yeah. do we both need to go and pick up whatever? It's just yeah, yeah. So, sloppy is a, is a good word so for it. So <laughs> why did you decide to get it on console? 
I wanted the Moleg Ball statue. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh god damn it. I'm uh I'm not gonna lie. Are you satisfied? Well uh, I am, it's a pretty good statue. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's that's um, great. Good for you. God damn. At least you got something good out of the game. <laughs> they won you. And over. I think that's potentially why I tried to stick it out a bit longer is because I had spent oh, so much money on it. it this time. Oh, that sucks. That really um, yeah. It looks I mean, so pretty though. It looks so pretty in the trailers and all the magazine spread. I wouldn't say it's pretty on console. It's That's not a word I use. It's not oh, well, pretty. I haven't seen the actual. Yeah, it's da- it. it's dated. It's not that pretty on PC either, to be honest. Like oh, really? people people yeah. talked it up a lot when it first came out, but in terms of any game on PC, it's it's all right for an MMO, yeah. but it's not that it's great looking. MMOs always have to be at a certain level, I guess. But it's not in the top tier of uh, graphically complex MMOs, no. I wouldn't say. Um, Was there anything the cl- about it that you did like? Not really, because I even chose a dumb class to start with. <laughs> Which, one? Uh, Which one? I picked that? I picked a Templar, and they seem useless. Like they're, I think they're designed for group dungeons like they're more no, healing support. rather than damage based and it was yeah just a just a poor <laughs> choice from the start so is there anything i did like the crafting is really simple <laughs> the crafting uh, is a good thing about that game i did like it it was it, it was yeah. it was probably the better one of the well, better best better best one of the better or best crafting systems in an mmo at least so how does it yeah work? Very simply, you can deconstruct your items. Um, so say you grab a sword, you deconstruct, there's a chance that you'll get ingots from that. Um, and basically all you need is the right amount of ingots um, and the right crafting motive. So every race has a crafting motive. So obsidian or ebony or whatever else. Um, and that's the style of the armor. So, so at the start, you only know yours, but you can read books to learn other races' armor sets. Uh, and that's basically it. It's as simple as just gathering a few raw ingredients, and that's it. And you can add traits and stuff. Uh, so if you pick up a sword that's um, got a trait attached to it, you can uh, research it, so it destroys the item, but you learn how to craft that type of item as well, so... Nice, simple, straightforward, mm-hmm. no mucking about. It's yeah, and you can you can be proficient in as many areas as you want. The only thing that really limits you is uh, where you're going to put your skill points. Mm-hmm. So if you find that you've got lots of skill points, you can go. I'm going to learn all the crafts. Yeah. If you don't want to go too far into woodworking because you're not going to use bows, then you don't have to so yeah so the crafting is good um how do you feel about the combat because that's probably one of the things that actually kept me playing that game despite not liking the actual game that much do you play in first or third person i i think i was playing in first for a while but then i just i switched Mm. to third because it's an mmo it just feels unnatural in first person. First, yeah. <laughs> but to me, I played Skyrim yeah. in first, so mm. I stuck with first. Um, the combat being action-oriented was quite good. 
um, abilities are easy enough to use. Sometimes I found because it tries to assist you, you'd lock onto the wrong enemy, but it wasn't too bad. Um, area skills worked okay on the console, like you weren't at a massive disadvantage because you didn't have a mouse. Um, but I'd say 80 or 90% of your skills are single or targeted anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But um, of the MM, sorry, of the MMOs I've played, I think Elder Scrolls has one of the better combat sets going around. And you're probably right, that's probably one of the things that kept me playing as long as I did. Um, look, it, it launched with a fair few bugs. Um, some of them on console were pretty... I'm not going to say game-breaking, but you had to force close and open again. Um, yeah, so I don't know why there's no reason. I mean, it's been going for a year, but on consoles, both consoles as far as I'm aware, but definitely on Xbox, uh, NPCs would uh, occasionally be invisible and un... un <laughs> That's not so bad, but you can't interact with them. It's like a new level so of difficulty in completing quests. <laughs> I only ever had it happen on enemies twice. Um, so they could hit me, I couldn't hit them. Um, so that was fun. And then quest givers. I had a couple that were invisible and you can't talk to them to get the quest from them. Ugh. So you've got to force close and open and load and yeah. log into the server all over again. So they did fix that up, which was good. There are still a few clipping issues. Um, so there's a couple of times where I'd hit enemies through a rock or through a wall and they're stuck in that wall. Um, and then you're stuck in combat until you leave the area. So you can't... Yeah, you can't do certain acts. But it's just things that shouldn't be around in a year-old game. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That, you know, the game's been out for long enough that they should have found all those bugs, I guess. Yeah. And they had so, pretty extensive beta as well. Like, went for a month. Yeah. Longer. And I mean, the other thing going from PC to console is obviously the interface is more clunky on the console. I mean, it works. It's similar to the Skyrim one, but it's a lot easier to go through your stuff in, in on a PC. So mm. uh, I think I gave it a six and a half mm. out of ten. I'd still still stick with that um some people i've talked to love it with blind faith others uh are a bit more level-headed and can see it for its strengths and weaknesses but yeah not probably an mmo to pick up in the bargain bin not your game of the year (laughs) definitely not my game of the year it's free to play now so you can pick it up wherever you want yeah that's true (laughs) yes and that's probably the other thing that redeeming quality (laughs) the other redeeming qualities you don't have to pay for any and i don't quite understand the uh payment model you get 1500 crowns a month which is their currency but not really anything else like you're going to get the dlc for free if you're a paying member but to be honest, it the only MMO models I understand is subscription ones and the ones like uh, Guild Wars. Uh, paid, yep. you know, buy it free to play. I don't. Sub- yep. uh, paid it free to play where you have a, sub- a subscription on top of it. It's just it gets weird, weird. and confusing. Yeah, it is, and that I don't see the reward. Yeah, neither. So, anyway. Okay. Well, 
Uh, moving on to something hopefully a bit brighter. Um, <laughs> no, we're going to talk about Sony. That's not brighter. Is um, yeah, the sort of Sony announcements that have surfaced in the last two weeks. Um, you mean Journey on PS4? No, that's. Is there something more exciting that's happened to PlayStations? <laughs> well, um, not to PlayStations, but to Australians, because um, Sony's going to have a booth at PAX this year. Um, wow. PAX has been going for. Uh, this will be the third year that it's come to Australia. This is year before, three? Yeah. Jesus. Yep, that's right. So, um, in previous years, Media Molecule, who are a Sony owned um, developer, have um, had a booth there, but this is the first year that Sony's going to have a presence. And what did Media Molecule do? They made Tearaway. That's kind of their Aye. biggest game, and they they were responsible for that thing in the Sony E3 conference, that Dreams game. You know that really weird thing that sort of looked like an animation tool, sort of that looked like a game. One. Yeah. So they're making that. So Sony are going to be at PAX. They have not said at all what they're going to have there they basically just gave a fluff statement of oh we're so excited you know pax has grown from strength to strength and um we're excited to be there this year so what do you like the only thing i can think of that they would showcase is morpheus but it's australia like are they really going to reveal that you know in a demo at pax oz i i can't really imagine that happening so i'm sort of yeah i've got no idea what they're going to bring um, I imagine that they'll have something to do with No Man's Sky, but that's about, and probably that Dreams game from Medium Hang Oracle, on. But, yeah. Can I jump in with a fact? Yeah. With a with an Anunja Dungeon fact? Anunja Dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Release date for No Man's Sky will be confirmed at PAX Australia. Oh, really? Woo. Awesome. I'm disappointed fact. Sony's fact. announcing you, that. You heard it. You heard it here. There's no basis to this, but... Uh, no, um... So, I don't know, do you guys have any ideas what Sony might want to show Australia? Well, they might want to uh, set up something that was a bit better than the Xbox stand. Yeah, I was just um, thinking about that. <laughs> well, you say that in a bad way, but I actually thought the Xbox stand was quite good. What was the Xbox um, stand like about, last year? Are you talking about the one in 2013 where they just had an Xbox in a glass box? No, I'm talking about last year where oh, okay. they actually had a corner okay. to themselves. They showed off a lot of indie games that were coming yep. and now released <laughs> yep. and showed off no, the Master that was, Chief collection. Yeah, that was much and, better, but all I can remember is the first year when they oh, had that Oh, we're not tiny going little, to the first year, that was, okay? That was so funny, though. It was literally like a roped-off glass box with an Xbox in it, and they were like, Xbox attacks. And yeah, it was... I don't know what they were doing with that, but... <laughs> yeah, well, what did Sony have last year? No. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why they're going to say the No Man's Sky release date at Pax Hells. Because they're going to be like, how can we outshine Xbox? Mm, I know. It is gonna, let's, yeah, let's announce something. It's going to turn into one of those. My, the other things that I was thinking was a PlayStation View, which was announced at E3. That's the media streaming service that PlayStation are trying to start up. They currently... Media as in, as in a Netflix like, competition? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's, it looks like to be uh, sort of Foxtel paid TV channels on offer. Do they have Sony. Australian servers? No. Currently they have um, about six different cities in America, so not even America-wide. It, it's sort of, it looks like a sort of extended test, um, but they so, you can subscribe in like California and New York. So places. is that another Paxos exclusive? 
This is just my speculation, but they might ah. they might announce some, some something to do with that. The only I thing View has that's a, that's a good at all is Showtime. That's it. Yeah, View <laughs> really doesn't excite me that much. Um, it's you know there's just so much competition that's better out there as far as streaming services go. But you know if you really like your PlayStation, maybe it's exciting. Can I just say um, their tagline yeah. is "Start viewing." Oh. And Jeez. they spelled you. They spelled you V U. Yeah, it's a pun. <laughs> it's a pun. <laughs> that's amazing, right? Innovation. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I was kind of looking over what was announced at E3 at the Sony conference and thinking, oh, you know, would they have any demos or trailers? And I just can't see it happening at PAX. They might have that um future past survival horizon. Dinosaur Horizon, that one. Yeah, I was thinking maybe because it looked very much like they... Well, they did have a playable demo at E3. You couldn't play it, but they played it on screen on um, stage. So, so yeah, that's kind of... I don't know. I'm excited to see what they bring. And you're right. Maybe Uncharted 4 playable demo. I don't know. I I just don't know if any of those games are close enough to release because weren't most of them given next year. I guess maybe. Yeah, 2016, but they... If they can show a walkthrough, I'm sure mm. they'd be close enough to have some form of a demo. Yeah, but probably. in the sense of anything new, it's hard to say. I I, I enjoy PAX. Uh, I think it's great, but I don't remember anything really being revealed yeah. at PAX Oz. It's, it's just a. Hey, just in case you haven't heard of the internet, yeah. here's, here's what we said earlier in <laughs> we the year. We do have it. Uh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I was thinking that, but then I thought Sony went really left-wing or left-of-centre, I suppose, more in their E3 um, show, their, what's it called, their um, presentation. And so maybe they will do something really weird just to excite people. I don't know. So anyway. the other What big- was left-of-centre about there? Well, they just had all this weird, like the Final Fantasy VII. They finally. Oh, you mean they had a terrible presentation? <laughs> hey, let's get really excited what? about us remaking an old Ooh. game. Was- <laughs> That's the most exciting thing we have to offer you. I think the weirdest thing was the Shen. How do you say it? Shenmue. Shenmue Kickstarter. Oh yeah, that was Actually, so. That random, was so bad, right? That well, was- it wasn't. I don't think oh. it was bad. I mean, they got a lot of love for oh, it, but it was... It you're was such a fanboy. Weird. I don't even... I've never played Shenmue. I'm not defending it. But Move on to your next point. Your fanboy is was... making me angry. <laughs> well, yeah. Everything is weird. Maybe there will be Morpheus. Probably not. Um, so, <laughs> the other thing that is exciting, apparently, is that uh, the PlayStation 4 is soon to get its uh, 3.0 system software update. This news was leaked via um, Japan. So in Japan, they started sort of um, looking for beta testers for the next update, and then the news sort of slowly trickled its way to all English-language websites. And um, just yesterday and today, a lot of news sites have been posting that you can sign up to be part of the beta testing in you know Australia, America, whatever. So that's definitely happening. What is being released in this update it's supposed to be a pretty big update to put it simply it seems like the social media refining the playstation network everything a little bit more um you're going to be able to stream 
gameplay a lot easier. You're going to be able to um, record short clips and post them on Twitter. You're going to be able to sort of, I guess, connect with people who like similar games to you beyond playing games with them. Which to me is kind of like, you know, I turn on the PlayStation to play a game, not to look for people who also play the... I don't know. It seems, yeah, they're going in that social media direction. So I don't know. Does that appeal to you guys? Will I be able to change my PSN ID? God damn it. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's all I want. That's all I ask for. Why? (laughs) Yours isn't that bad. I don't own a PlayStation. Well, I used to own them way long ago. I own an Xbox. But the one thing that always bugs me about PlayStations, just a little bit, is that the GUI is just... I don't know. It's just weird to me. I'm so used to to. Well, that's the that's the thing, to Xbox, isn't it? And is um, yeah, and on. it's um, it's just I don't know. It's ugly and and just you not mean the very. The PlayStation Four one or the PlayStation Three one? Uh, the place, even the the PlayStation Four one as well. Like it hasn't really? to me. It hasn't changed that. Like maybe to someone who's been using it for a long time, it's changed. But from an outsider's perspective, it hasn't changed that much. Like if I look so, back on like all the Xbox changes. They're like they're huge design changes. So what are people about agree. the Xbox lay- like layout or the software, whatever you want to call it, the it's, interface? It's kind of what you're used to. So hmm. in um in our team, we've got a lot of people that have both, hmm. and I think we've got more people leaning towards they like the PS4 interface, but interface. But I'm the same as Luke. I got my one way before I got a PS4, hmm. and I just I like. I don't mind the tile system. I like it. I know where everything is. Um, I find the interface easy to use. Yeah. Um, and then you switch to the PS4 and it seems quite archaic. Everything's in a line. Yeah. And I've got to so... scroll all the way to the end to go to my library. And there's possibly easier work, quicker ways to use it, but they're not apparent. So do you guys like Windows 8? I like that's what the... That's I like the, the start screen for for yeah. tablets and the Surface. If using Windows eight on a Surface is like it's the ideal way it's to ever what use it was that. For, yeah, right? it's like Windows <laughs> ten. People are like, this is the better version of Windows eight. It look, it's like PC functional. But I think the the good thing about like why it's so good on a Surface and even on Windows phones and the Xbox is because when you've got a controller or you're using your hands or something like that, it's just fast. Like, it is actually fast. Like, on Xbox, I know when I start my one, I can just tap. I, I, I literally just um, tap the thumbstick down one, and I know Netflix will be there to open up or the last, or like a game that you I was playing that before that. I know, but, <laughs> but then if, if things That's, aren't there, I, li- I can just yeah. bumper across to find stuff, and it's just really, yeah. it's just quick. I, I, and you can have yeah. your pins, you can have like 20 pins I love or the something. Pins. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that ex- my experience with Xbox hasn't been bad. My housemate has one, so I have used the interface. Um, and when I first like turned on the PS4, it was very much like, whoa, where is everything? But now that I've been using it for a while, I it is quite easy to get to things. I think it's just a familiarity thing. Although I have to say, Tim, I've got to agree with you about the library. For I have no idea why it's all the way to the right and you have to scroll that far to get there. And I'm sure there's a better way to access it, but that is kind of dumb. Maybe that changes. Maybe version 3 will be a complete overhaul of the GUI. I'd like to see them do that. 
Yeah. I, I doubt it. I don't. They sort of stick, like they develop something and stick to their guns. Like, well, yeah, because and... the PlayStation Four one is just a prettier version of the PlayStation Three one. Uh, like, it's the whole going yeah. up and down thing. Like, you can't really tell to look at it, but when, if you're using it, it does feel very similar to. It just looks nicer. Yeah, it 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 does a little bit, but um. All this Sony talk is making me sick. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Sony fan at all, so I'm not. I don't even. I'm not even excited about any games they're announcing at PAX or talking oh, about. So, so we've suck. got we've got the new Sony update that we don't know what's in it. Yes, yes, I can. Well, yeah. It, there's the people have said a lot of things about. Um, there's something called events and find friends in community and shared play, but it's all basically what I described. You know, it's moving towards yeah. what's popular, Twitch and social media and those sorts of features. So, yeah. And we gamers don't want to be social. We want to play our games exactly. and get away from people. Exactly. Leave me alone. <laughs> what's um, what's happening in the tech world of... Well, the exciting world of CPUs. <laughs> this, this, might be, this might be boring to me. <laughs> People, but look, look. I think that's all right. We can cut it out for the PC it. people, and even for anyone else. Like we've been on, uh, like Intel and and AMD keep like chugging forward on in terms of like CPU and just horsepower, pretty much. Um, and they've been you talking about horse to run your computer. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, CPUs are in everything else as well. Just just for anyone out there who doesn't know what they are. They're in everything, even your phone. What does CPU stand for, Luke? I I don't think I actually know. <laughs> Is it a central processing unit? Ah, uh, look, Tim and... <laughs> oh, Luke, that was beautiful. I've oh. never... Look, I've never this really thought about that. It's just a CPU to me. <laughs> I know what I it does. package. Okay, so what, what, what's what do, what's exciting? What's so about? exciting? Okay, they put what's exciting about a little chip? Intel uh, put out or or at least gave out some testing versions of um, the the next generation of their CPU, which is called Skylake because they always have such such stupid names. Um, Skylake, Skylake, Skylake. Um, what's the last one? Uh, Broadwell, I think. I one of them was called anyway. Sandy Bridge, and to this day, that's the only <laughs> one I remember. I don't they know. They sound like really bad fantasy character names. Well, look, if if they weren't given these names, they'd just be they'd have the chipset name, so they'd be like Z one seventy or something stupid yeah. like that, what? which is they, worse. It's probably just there's some guy in marketing that's just like looking out the window. He's like, what? <laughs> what does that street sign say? <laughs> Skyline. Skyline. Yeah, that's like that's like Let's the go with that. the Android the Android software names like Kit Kat and Honeycomb and all that I'm like were they just really hungry when they were developing like why do they do that there's one marketing guy that hasn't eaten for a week and yeah. they just lock him away Perfect. it's like what do you want to um, eat but the, the big deal is that uh, we're supposed to be doubling our the amount of transistors we can fit on a chip so like the power of a CPU um, mm. I think it's every two years or something like that and yeah. recently, Intel and AMD and a lot of other big companies have just sort of gone, yeah, we're, no, we're not making... We're like, they've fallen behind. They're not making that mark anymore. Mm. Um, and they've just put out their... They're putting out their new line of CPUs, Skylake, and there's, like, there's literally no improvement in terms of speed, pretty much. <laughs> really? Wow. So they've Hang made so almost... This is, what I buy one. So this is coming from testers, is it, this information? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's 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 this this I think it's their first it's their first run out of of Skylake. So mm. 
it's gone out to it's gone out to like testers and 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 to do bench testing and to review and so on and so forth and it's not very positive at all because there's no changes to how fast they are there's you know it's not gone from four core to like a hundred core there's no <laughs> no like not not, yeah. not not much has changed I know, um, I'm kind of at that point. And it's quite sad for Intel on that because they're just yeah. sort of slowly, slowly uh, powering down. But the interesting news, and I think this might be the only positive thing ever um, on this episode, okay. is that weirdly, <laughs> I- IBM a little while ago was like, yeah, we're getting back in the game. So IBM, the old-timey manufacturer of computers, has is promising that they will have a, a 7 nanometer. Um, size for a transistor, which is smaller than a strand of hair. Um, wow. So they're 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 working on that, and they're going to try and push that out in the next couple of years, which is more than doubling the like the amount of transistors you could fit on the, a, a chip. That's, that's ages away. It's not. Look, look. See, they're, that's, they're, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, they have one somewhere in IBM's like vaults Top secret that are aging and decaying. <laughs> So if they have one, how is it going to take them a couple of years to replicate? They're trying to perfect it and to actually make sure it's a thing that's possible, but they haven't really said much beyond that they're they're doing it. Like that that they have it working, but it's like this was really hard to make. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We don't really know what we did, but it's here now, so it works. It works somehow. Someone made it. Yeah, pretty much. We put it in the vault. So they're half the uh, IBM is somehow manufacturing something half the size of of Intel's current stuff, and it's very exciting in terms of just raw computing power because everything's just gone stagnant lately. Mm, I think it's hard sad. for us to appreciate it because like Tim's reaction just then is so accurate you know I know it comes out in the next 12 months people are like well why uh, should I care it's it's well it's two years I'm you know if you're a uh, avid I'm not going to use the word hardcore if you're an avid (laughs) PC gamer Mm. in two years you've probably updated at least once probably twice yeah probably probably once or twice I totally can relate to your attitude Tim it's just like it makes it hard for the companies I guess the weirder thing about it is, to put it in perspective, is ultimately what it means for for games, because mm-hmm. if a CPU, if CPUs aren't actually getting more powerful, typically things will probably like stagnate for a little while in terms of the amount, like how 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 graphically impressive stuff is. Like people will slowly learn how to make it work better, but not, there's mm-hmm. not going to be any big jumps in but- in terms of like graphical. Wowness like the, until uh, they can actually push it forward again. But that's what console gamers are used to. True. Like, they yeah, they have they have the same computer for six years, yeah. but the the people also, developing learn how to develop, like learn how to make it prettier over that six year mm. life. And that's period. why I love PC gaming. You can just look the next year. There'll be even prettier things for me to look at. Yeah, well, see, not you, for another two years. Don't you feel that we're getting to that point? Like, I feel that we're going to get to, like, Uncanny Valley soon. Like, games are going to be so realistic that it will be, like, well, you know, it'll be... And especially with VR, it'll feel like we're we're actually in it. And um, I don't know how well... Then we won't have to go to outside. Yes. Ooh, but we will, because we'll still have to earn money. We can't just... It'll still be the same problem. And so, you know, when I What play, if we can earn money in-game? What if we oh, all... Bitcoin. What if the only game developed for VR is that what second if, life thing? Guys, oh, no. Everyone's just making money no, in that. No, going to their same shitty jobs. 
Yeah, <laughs> oh, I like that idea. <laughs> I am planning for the future. There you go. <laughs> Vote for me for president but of the world. Don't you know what I mean? Like our eyes can only see it a certain um, quality. Like this happened with cameras years ago. You know, we got to the amount of megapixels. The eyes can only see thirty frames a second. No, no, no. But you know, <laughs> no. Let's not have that <laughs> argument. <laughs> when it comes to megapixels, it's like once you're recording at a certain um, quality. It doesn't matter how good the screen quality is. Your eye just cannot perceive that quality. So what's the point of having like a 150 megapixel camera when you can never see that quality? Well, at, look, okay. It's about zooming in. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a film student and a huge film nerd. That, like, that's people's argument, again, uh, when it comes to stuff like 4K and that. Yeah. But there is a difference you can see, but it depends on distance. You just have to be closer to right. the screen to see the difference between 4K <laughs> and 1080, which is, a, which is a strange idea that you get bigger screens and you should move closer to them to see what yeah, the fuck's right? like. 16 so it's like, TV and yeah. sit 30 centimeters away. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty like much. if you just watch this uh, 20 centimeter box of the movie screen, it'll look amazing. So amazing. You've got no idea. But no, it's like I. I don't think... I don't know. It, it has to be impossible to get to, like, true Uncanny Valley You're stage right? in my mind. I don't know how you... How you could do it, because... What if you gave... What if you gave people normal glasses and told them they're VR? See, that would work. Ooh. And told them that this video game is so realistic. <laughs> Pax Booth. Make it happen. Oh. <laughs> yes, we should do that. <laughs> the Another Dungeon game at Pax. I'll look out for it. I'll just be interested to see like the overall effect it has on, on PC gaming and stuff. Because we've just had The Witcher 3 come out, which I hope everyone understands is a masterpiece of everything ever yes. made ever. Mm. Um, <laughs> and... The Witcher games have sort of become the new crisis. So if that's our pinnacle for a little while, I I, I would like to see what happens when they actually make another big leap in uh, in processing see, that's, power. That's the thing. Like I'm so happy with The Witcher Three. Like it gives me everything I could ever want in life. I don't want more graphics. I just want to play The Witcher for more. Like but, <laughs> it's like the graphics don't matter to me that much at this point. They're so good already. But technically speaking, uh, you can have I guess better gameplay innovations as well. Mm. The more... Like, instead of having... Say, in the past, you know, you only have to build things head higher a little bit yeah. above because, you know, there's no verticality. Mm. But now with, say, like Dying Light, you mm. can pretty much climb on everything, so... Yeah. The the more power, I guess, can open up the more wider gameplay world, experiences. Yeah. And the more, the more like, in ter- even just That's in animation, true. like, the more movement they can put into one thing yeah. just That's because there's something that can actually handle it. Well. Yeah, mm. yeah just look at the, uh, was it the ducking animations in um, Crisis 2? What? Wait, what? Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, where the that, guns stay. <laughs> where his head, like, just goes up. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no! Technical proficiencies. <laughs> um, no, I guess I see your point. That's the like, future. Yeah, more processing power does mean a wider, more, um, more living. Can. 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 I think I think I slowly brought it back to to people understanding why it's important. So I'm I'm proud of myself. No, there. definitely. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. in two years' time, we'll have we'll talk about we'll it. talk about uh, how we'll IBM is <laughs> rising up, taking over and again. I'll, I'll talk to you from my millionaire tower because my real virtual reality game will have taken off. At PAX 2015. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to call it it third life. 
Oh, it's terrible. I think that's a good a good spot to end. Okay. Um, thank you. <laughs> Did you have anything else to say? No, nope. I, I don't have anything else to say. Amelia was going to go on a rant, but we'll no, just I was off. just going to rip you off more. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't make fun of my jokes. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Thank you. Uh, join in in another fortnight where we'll be back. I guess. About two years, man. Yeah. There'll be nothing. To you talk guess. About. Two, years. two years. We'll be we'll be back. <laughs> um, I've started a new gameplay series on Dark Souls Two: Scholar of the First Sin. That will be every Tuesday until I finish the game. Um, the next, probably episode three onwards, will probably be a bit better quality. My Elgato has died, so I have to buy one of the new ones. So nice. look out for 60 frames a second, 1080p. <laughs> uh, even though you can only see 30 frames a second. Um, don't forget <laughs> to... <laughs> follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash another dungeon... Uh, Twitter us at another dungeon. Uh, we're on Twit. We're Twitter us. That's the correct terminology. Uh, we do stream occasionally on twitch.tv slash another dungeon. Um, we're on the YouTube, but just search for us because the, we don't have a YouTube. custom URL yet. It, that's how, that's how you say it. It's the YouTube. That's how the kids are saying um, it these days. That's how the cool kids are saying it. Um, this week's song because I remembered this week. Uh, is uh, a Super Mario cover by a man named Stevie T, and it's Super Mario Gents. So, enjoy. You've heard of Nintendo Core? This is Nintendo Gent. One, two, three, 